The following podcast features discussions of an adult nature. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another exciting edition of Coming in Other Stuff You Should Know. I am your favorite Uncle Forrest, but um, you may have noticed that it's just me talking my favorite BDSM princess, Lauren, has not said anything. It's because she's not here. She unfortunately was sick. So um, it is just going to be me uh, for today. But I figured it would be unfair if I just did this by myself. So the way I'm going to introduce our guest for today is to um, kind of introduce the most recognizable attributes attached to said person. Obviously, Twitter has become like a huge thing for performers to look and to find the kind of content that they like. And this was no exception for our guest because of the most recognizable um, attribute. And that is his his junk, his dick. His dick is 10 inches long. Uh, or no, yeah, 10 inches long. Sorry, I almost got it messed up. <laughs> I got too digmatized. Um, so, but since then he's kind of grown and started moving. And the reason why we're having him on is because there's a label in particular that most people don't know. So it's gonna be kind of fun to have that conversation, which is heteroflexible. So it is my honor to welcome our guest, Brody, or better known as the Rough Ginger. So Brody, thank you so much for coming on. I'm so excited to have you. I'm so excited to be here. Perfect. So um, first and foremost, Twitter was my introduction to you, and I have not left since. Um, it has grown to um, giving you my money because of the member you have and just allowing yourself to be free. So I applaud you for the journey that you're currently on. <laughs> I, uh, I really appreciate that. It's It's been a very interesting one, to say the least. <laughs> Perfect. So um, let's get started. So. Walk us through the whole start of it. Where did where did this journey begin for you? Wow, uh, <laughs> I know what is what is start, man. Like Lord of the Where Rings. do I even where do I even begin? Because you know, <laughs> just a few short years ago, uh, my life was a thousand percent different. Mm-hmm. If you would have asked me, you know, what my life looked like, it would it would have not been this. But yeah. um, I'm enjoying every day of of where I'm at now, and and all the all the things that are included in it. So. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, I um, I actually got married to my ex-wife at a very young age, um, and so I spent a lot, a lot of years married. And um, there were certain things that you know were obviously not not great. We we really weren't meant for each other. And so about three years ago, I um, I decided to do something for myself because ever since a child, I've been kind of living for everyone else and. Mm-hmm. And so I decided, you know what? I, I love palm trees. I want to move to California. And yeah. so. <laughs> Welcome to I, uh, California, bitch. <laughs> right, right. And so uh, I literally sold pretty much everything that wouldn't fit into my car. And my car is a two-door coupe. So you can imagine I really. <laughs> so I not much. <laughs> no, I, I definitely couldn't fit much in there. And so um i fit what i could in there and i left from south carolina and drove to california in two days holy shit yeah it was it was intense but as you can imagine i didn't have a whole lot of money it was it was literally the you know i have a dream kind of thing where you know what i'm either gonna take a risk like i've never taken before or i'm not and gonna wish i had so um so i came out here to california and 
um, I, I really was very, very new to anything that was related to men. Mm -hmm. um, I'd primarily always been, um, you know, with women or with my ex-wife. And so the vast majority of my life was spent that way. And so, um, you know, I, I was just digging around one day and I found the term heteroflexible. And I thought, well, geez, that's fantastic for me because, you know, I'm not, I don't like labels in general, but that one, if I had to choose one, was one that fit me because, you know, I primarily did one thing, but I wasn't opposed mm -hmm. to other, you know, other things happening. And, mm -hmm. and I really find that I would prefer to be open to new situations because I was always a very closed-minded person, as you can imagine. Yeah. And so once I started to open up and, and start saying yes to things, I, I experienced so many things I didn't, I didn't even ever expect. And so what really started this for me is I opened up, you know, the app that the majority of us use, which is the Grinder app, which, you know, <laughs> and so, and so um, once I did that, I, I started to, you know, all these people started to just gravitate towards me. And I'm thinking, you know, geez, why, why are these, why am I getting so many messages? And, uh, because I, I mean, I kind of always knew that I was a little bit larger than other people. And, you know, it, it runs in my family, you know, my grandfather, my father, my, my siblings. Um, and so, you know, I just didn't, I didn't really understand the magnitude mm -hmm. of, of what I really had. And, you know, and, and I, I met a couple of cool friends out here and they, they tried to tell me, Hey, like, you don't, you don't understand. I'm like, no, you're right. I, I really don't. No, yeah. Because my ex-wife was just like meh about it. It was like, yeah, take it or leave it. I know. Right. I'm just yeah. like, Oh gosh. I mean, <laughs> now knowing what I know now, I'm like, wow, she was completely crazy. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's just been this, this amazing, like, I really am still realizing what I truly have. And it's allowed me to stay very humble considering that, you know, the outpouring of, of people that are interested in me. And, and I'm so grateful and thankful for all of the people that follow me on Twitter and all these mm -hmm. other things. And, yeah. and just a year ago, I had none of that. I had no mm -hmm. Twitter. I had no Instagram. I had no OnlyFans. Mm -hmm. It's only been within the last year that, that it's really come together. And, and I've been, you know, going down these avenues. And so it's been very successful. And again, I, I cannot tell you how thankful I am. And I do my very best to respond to as many people as possible on all these platforms, because <laughs> in all in all actuality for me, it's just like, you look at this and there's like a certain way you're supposed to act or a certain, mm -hmm. you know, image you're supposed to portray. But me, I'm, I'm a fun, lovable kind of guy, Yeah. but I'm capable of doing the other things as well. And so mm -hmm. I really try and let my personality come out. I want them to know me. I want to know them. You know, I want to, you know, I've had many people, you know, that were just surprised that I actually was taking an interest in them. And I truly am very mm -hmm. interested in, you know, other people and, and how they got to where they got. And mm -hmm. um, what I would love to eventually do with all this is, I would love to take my experience from, you know, an adolescent to where I am now and say, you know, I know there's other people that mm -hmm. are in a, in a marriage that maybe they don't belong in or they don't know how to get out and they don't really know, mm -hmm. you know, my, and I want to just say, hey, you know what, you're not the only one. I have lived through this. It was a nightmare. Mm -hmm. it's, <laughs> it wasn't easy. Yeah. But um, it's possible. And I want to inspire others. I truly do. That's what I would love to do.
I love that. I think that most people, I mean, especially like when I was younger and I think before the era of like OnlyFans and like how people are more approachable and easier to contact, that there is this certain type of demeanor that people have. So to have people like you who are more approachable, I think has been great because it shows like, you know, people are nice and people can be great. The sex just happens to be the one thing that they truly love. And that's how they connect and how uh, we choose to communicate with people. Cause in the end of it, um, actually Teddy, who we had two weeks ago now made a point to say that it was actually, it was David Romero too, but both of them were saying it's like art and communication at the end of it. It is, that is what we know to do. And so I love that that's the kind of direction that you're going. And I'm glad that, you know that you have been able to see where like be like oh my god i could totally do this and this would be great so i really do think that that's i love that i wish that there were more guys like you who are so open and being like let me try this and let me explore because i don't think there's enough people that do that Uh, i would absolutely agree and you know it's it's very interesting interesting to me still because you know when when you're when you're carrying what I'm carrying. Um, <laughs> it's also massive. If you've never seen his dick, holy shit. Um, he likes to put these thirst trap kind of videos where he just walks with no underwear, just having it swing. And I'm like, uh, how do you not have people just stare at you going, oh my God, that is a demon you have in your pants. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of my absolute favorite things to do is... Um, I love free balling, you know, and I'm, I'm always trying to push that envelope of like, hmm, mm-hmm. what can I get away with? Um, and I just got some some new shorts in the mail yesterday, but I haven't I haven't taken it for a test drive um, <laughs> just yet because I actually found um, found a way to record it where I can record me and record people's faces as I walk. Ooh. And I think that that would be because um, I do have one video where I was just kind of like out in a little shopping center and, you know, I'm just walking um and you know some guy that literally turns his head and i'm just like oh okay for yeah. me i'm i'm very humble with these things and it's just normal for me this has been just normal yeah my whole life and so for people to turn their heads i'm like oh okay <laughs> interesting so now i'm kind of curious to know when did you start to realize that you have a monster growing and it could potentially make money for you moving forward um i would say truly I began to realize that about a year and a half ago. Okay. Um, it started, like I said, through that kind of app and, 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 you know, all these people are just like flocking to me and I'm like, why are they interested in me? Like, um, you know, at that point I kind of had some low self-esteem too, like coming out of the marriage I came out of and I had a lot of things that I needed to work to, but these people were just gravitating towards me and they just wanted to hang out with me mm-hmm. for a little while. And so over time I was just like, oh, wow, you know what, maybe there's something to mm-hmm. this maybe there's something to be said about yeah. this. And so um, the other great thing that I've also come to realize is that they there are so many people that kind of want to um, kind of see it firsthand that I've, I've actually um, probably been in situations where these people normally wouldn't say yes or normally wouldn't do things, but they're like, oh, I just, I can't not do it. I just, I can't not do it. I, <laughs> I, which is, it's fascinating. It's, but I think too, it's, you know, it's, especially for those of us who are sexually active and who do 
for me, like I like to play with different people because it's something, you know, I want, it's like test writing something, <laughs> test writing, test trying Absolutely. something. It, it totally is to see like, okay, what is going, where, where's my comfort level and what am I capable of doing? You know? So like, perfect example, I have a, a 10 inch dildo suction cup, silicone, very nice. I, yes. I, I mean, I gotta try. I, can't hit it's got balls attached but the problem is that i can't even get to that level but that's even a challenge for me like i want to try it but i think that that's what we we as hoes want to do we hoes want to try anything we can <laughs> I've, I've noticed that as well i've noticed that as well and if i had a, a nickel for every time i heard the phrase i just want to try it oh man i wouldn't have to do anything <laughs> so i'm assuming obviously people started gathering their attention when you sent i'm assuming you sent dick pics to them so they actually saw it and were like damn or was it put on the thing of i just happened to have a 10 inch dick and uh do with it what you will like how like how would people like how do you share that information with people especially on like grinder um yeah so anytime i sent a photograph uh it was like oh my god wow and they were just kind of like enamored mm -hmm. and then I, and then i learned how to take a photograph <laughs> you and then once i learned how to take the photograph mm -hmm. it was totally different um, which again was was taught to me by someone's like, oh my God, you, you gotta do this. Mm -hmm. And so probably the two that kind of, well, actually there's really made one main one that really just was so different mm -hmm. um, that I can't even take credit for the idea was when I, I, I got a hard on and I just put it on one of those scales that you used to like measure out your food. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> and so once I did that and I posted it to, I posted it to Reddit actually, it got so many views, almost a thousand views, a thousand thumbs up. And from there, I started to scratch my head a little bit. I'm like, huh, it's like, what else can I do? What else, where else can I take this? And so it's just been this interesting journey of seeing what it will allow me to get into mm -hmm. and also um, exploring and figuring out who I am, the things I like and don't like yeah. and, and the kinds of people. And, and I do my very best to only film with individuals that it's like kind of natural and, and kind of, it shouldn't be like awkward mm -hmm. or, or stressful because in those situations, I feel like that comes out on film and, and nobody really wants to watch that. You get, you guys can tell. Yeah, absolutely. I see. It's, well, that's what, that's what I've always said too. And especially my co-host Lauren, when she's actually here, the convert, the both of us have agreed that what makes, especially like people who have only fans or even just general porn scenarios in general is if it looks natural and it's like, we're just, we're just having fun and making it and doing it like, it, that's what makes the scene. That's kind of like the chef's kiss to what makes a good scene is if there's a good dynamic and it's just not staged, which is great. And if you're, you know, if you mess something up just a little bit and you both giggle, like, you know oh, what I'm yeah. saying? Like, I've had those moments where it's supposed to be, sex is supposed to be fun. It's not supposed to be like super, super intense only certain points of time, but you know, and that's what I love. And I think that's what you bring, you your unique blend of it, especially because of, the weapon you have it just makes it more fun and makes more people want to to see what you have so now i'm kind of interested what was your what was your first experience with another guy like wow that's that's a a very interesting question so it was for me again at that point in time i i think we I, back in that day we were using craigslist and it was like emailing mm. back and forth 
And oh, so I know, right? It's awful. Yeah. Um, so my first interaction was, oh God, it was super awkward, but um, you know, I had that desire inside of me to see, you know, oh gosh, you know, I just, I'm so tired of saying no to everything. I, I just want to see what happens when I say yes. And so, um, you know, it was, it was a bit awkward. Um, I've, I've never been any kind of a bottom uh, at all. And so, <laughs> and so the first one wasn't really penetration in any, any shape or form. It was just kind of like playing around and seeing what was what. And mm-hmm. naturally I had no idea really what I was doing. Um, but what, what I think makes me a little bit different is I don't just do something to do it. You know, mm-hmm. I'm yeah. doing something and I'm, I'm paying such close attention to the person I'm with. Mm-hmm. I'm paying attention to what they do, what they don't do, the tiny little, you know, nuances or, or whatever you want to call them that just you can tell when someone's really enjoying something. And so mm-hmm. quite honestly, I, I must have been terrible <laughs> at the beginning. You got to start somewhere. It's like riding a bike. You just got to you got to find your footing. And then once you get into it, then do you find what's going to work and what you like, you know how to know you use your body a little bit more, I'm assuming, you know? Oh, yes, absolutely. And and throughout, you know, that whole practice makes perfect thing. And by all means, I'm still practicing. But it really has, it really has been an interesting journey in that way because I've, I've had to learn everything. Yeah. <laughs> I've had, and, and don't get me wrong, towards the beginning, when my wife and I separated, I had the opportunity to actually meet with a husband and a wife. Ooh. I know. And I was just like, oh, this is, this is interesting, mm-hmm. you know, but again, that same allure that I had no idea about, mm-hmm. you know, it brought them to me and I thought, oh, this is, this is fake. This is, you know, mm-hmm. this is just some guy sitting behind a computer screen and he just wants pictures or a video or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it turns out that they were probably the two coolest people I think I've ever met so mm-hmm. far in this journey that I'm on because, and for what it's worth, we've all been in those situations where shit is just sketchy as hell yeah and you're like oh my god i could die right now Mm -hmm. this could totally be worth it i don't know yeah so i had to like park my car and get into someone else's car and it was like a gated community at night and we had to go through the gate and then you know he pulls into the into the driveway and his neighbors are out you know in south carolina and and everybody's in everyone else's business you can't do anything Mm -hmm. so i had to like sneak into the garage without the light the light coming on wow uh, go up to the stairs uh and you know to the master bedroom i'm like this is it like this is this Mm -hmm. is where it's over for me But as soon as I opened that door, like the wife came, you just had the biggest smile on her face and she was just so happy mm-hmm. to finally meet me. And it was very interesting to see how the, you know, how the husband and wife just really enjoyed the entire situation, probably as much as I enjoyed it. Yeah. 100%. And then I found out at the end that the wife, the wife was actually a squirter, which I had never experienced before. Oh, <laughs> It was just like, oh my God, what is going on? And so when it registered, when it actually registered, I was like, oh wait, I've heard about this. Yeah. The wife just looks over at the husband. She's like, ha ha ha, it's on your side of the bed. And I'm just like, oh my God, these are the two coolest people I think I've ever met. Yes. And it's just been, they've always stayed in my memory as just this amazing experience mm-hmm. that again, had I not chosen to start being happy in life that I would have missed out on. I yeah. would have completely missed out on those things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been in situations that are very similar with just men, like these these men that are just like ridiculous, like 
God, so far out of my league. <laughs> but they want me, they want me in front of them. And yeah. I remember the one was just like, he was like up on a hill in the, you know, in the hills and, mm-hmm. and there was no cell phone reception and there was like 3000 steps and the, everything's dark. And, but man, talk about an experience. Mm. I mean, body made you work for it. Shit. <laughs> I, 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 had, I had to work for it for sure. Yeah. Um, but it was still a very, a very unique, you know, yeah. experience. And sometimes I, I think that I draw off of that, like, Oh my God, what's really going to happen? Like that a rush of adrenaline. Like, mm-hmm. I love it. I try not to tempt it too many times because it's, I'm sure it's a numbers game mm-hmm. um, before, you know, something unpleasant happens. But the times that it has happened have been, oh God, they've just been incredible. They I truly have been incredible. Oh, so now I'm going to play this game and I'm quite devilish. So I'm very excited to hear where this answer goes. Uh, what are the pros and cons between the men and the women? Oh, all right. Well, the pros. Mm-hmm. First of all, I love them both equally. They're, they're both amazing. Mm-hmm. And again, for me, it's just the interaction between another human being at its real basic form. But women are a little bit more sensual and it's a little bit softer and a little bit more of an emotional thing for mm-hmm. them. Don't get me wrong. They can be completely insane as well. But um, I, I try to stay away from the ones that, you know, <laughs> figure out where you live. (laughs) Oh God. Um, So for me personally, it's like there are two different ways of having a sexual experience with a person. You know, they can cross paths to like men can be more sensual as well, but I've just found in in general, women are just, are really, are really amazing. They truly Mm -hmm. are amazing. And through my experiences with men, I found out that, you know, your typical like, you know, they really are a lot of them. That's just a facade. Mm -hmm. They're just, you know, they're really cool people within themselves. And mm-hmm. so some of the guys are like really rough and they just, they want it to just be, oh my God, they just want to get nailed until they can't see straight. Um, whereas some of the women are like, you know what? I, this is hurting me. <laughs> and you're like, sorry, I'm so sorry. I'm attacking your belly button. I apologize. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and and for me, uh, people would think, oh my God, I would just, I would love to have a 10 inch dick. It'd be the most amazing thing in the world. And don't get me wrong, it has its perks. It has its perks. But sometimes, I'd say probably about 30 to 40% of the time, people that want these things, they can't handle it. (laughs) They can't handle when I'm just like, you know what, I need to come. Like, I'm gonna just, I need to, we're gonna get this done. Yeah. Like, and I just, you know, <laughs> step up. I'm like, well, I'm gonna do this. Mm-hmm. And they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. I, I, I can't do that. They, bra- like, oh. they brace themselves going, oh no, oh no. <laughs> what did I do? The bull's coming to? out and I'm about to, de- I'm act- my back is actually getting destroyed. Oh my God. <laughs> God damn. Well, that was what I was going to, I was kind of interested too, because you did say you like to free ball. What are some of the things that you find? Obviously you're kind of adjusted to your body. You know how to move and how to work, but what are some things or some drawbacks to having such a large dick? Like, I'm so interested to know that. Uh, That would be jeans. (laughs) (laughs) What a shock. I have found that it's very difficult for me to find underwear, even the ones that have the big pouches and allow for more room at first Mm -hmm. they're like oh wow this could be great and then it just becomes a real a real pain in the nuts literally (laughs) Um, so i've just adapted this you know what i am so much more comfortable 
not wearing those things mm -hmm. that I'm just not going to do it. And you yeah. know what? I, I'm waiting for the day that some lady at a cash register looks over to me with a look of disgust and is like, Ugh, because then I'm like, I'm sorry, ma'am. I um, I am blessed, clearly, mm -hmm. and um, I'm sorry if it, it bothers you, but I would like to be comfortable. And I, yeah. if, if it's not something you like, look away. Yeah, don't look at it. Look yeah, away. I still I feel like we still have a bunch of those people who just like it's almost like those stereotypical characters you'd see in movies who are like, ugh, and like scoff and like lift their nose and you're like Oh, absolutely. Bitch, that's something that I can't change. I was blessed with and you're just jealous. Exactly. It's like yeah. your hand is too big. Like, oh okay. Great. <laughs> what am I to about that? Yeah. <laughs> that's what I have. Yeah. It's what I have. I, I I love yeah we can't really change that so now that you've and I've been keeping an eye obviously on your OnlyFans since we've started connecting to try to make this happen that you started working with other with other stars including Luke Trong which was mm -hmm. definitely very very hot by the way and then Teddy Bear <laughs> which I it's we recorded it the day like we recorded our episode about a day before you had posted your video with him. And I was like, what a strange coincidence. It's like, I just talked to the guy. What does that feel like knowing that there's people that are bigger in OnlyFans and in porn who are now reaching out saying, yeah, let's go. Like, how does that make you feel? I am I am very flattered. Uh, nine times out of 10, I am just so flattered and humbled because I look at the the career that these people have built for themselves and, and I'm they're like, yeah, I wanna include you in that. And so I'm, I'm just very humbled most of the time. I'm like, oh gosh, I hope I don't mess up. <laughs> it's like, how yeah. do I mess up? I'm like, you know, yeah, it's it's still amazing to me. And and the thing is, and the thing that I learned as I continue to do this is like, you look at those people with a hundred, two hundred thousand followers on Twitter, and and these other people, OnlyFans, that are making all of this money, and and I think to myself, you know what? If they can do it and, and they've got these means to do that and they've figured it out, which I should, it should be easy for me. I, once I get this rhythm and this thing of like, okay, you know, this is, these are the good things to do, or these are the good, you know, ways to do this. Like, as I said before, I, I try always to be exactly who and what I am mm -hmm. um, because I feel like that's, I always want to be different. You know, I don't want to be yeah. just the same as 30 other people out there or a hundred other people out there. I want to have something different and unique. And mm -hmm. one, I'm a ginger. That's very unique too, yep. <laughs> right? Yes. And I always, always support a fellow ginger, always. Um, well, um, I hate to burst your bubble. I am not a natural ginger. I just, <laughs> I color my hair because I support gingers and I love the color for me. <laughs> I love that. And you know what? <laughs> I wouldn't have known the difference as yes. <laughs> I was like, oh, wow, this is great. Another ginger. Yeah. Right. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's been a very wild ride. And I know that, you know, I will be able to reach those goals um, mm -hmm. and to do those things. And, you know, I'm, I'm not one of those typical circuit party party kind of boys. I'm, I want to be something different than that. Those are a dime a dozen. And if I'm being completely honest, I went to one circuit party that was like for two hours because there was I was already a little buzzed when I got there. But I was mm -hmm. so overwhelmed um, yeah. with everything going on and and just and I, I couldn't even focus. I couldn't even focus on one particular person because they were just passing me so quickly. And I was mm -hmm. just like, oh my gosh, 
I don't think yeah. I can handle this. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I'm ready for this level. I mean, what's funny too, because like when I first, so I've been out since I was 10 and I'm 20, almost, I'm six months away from 29. Oh my but so, you know, so when I finally turned 18, you know, like finally embracing like, okay, here we go. You know, it's kind of an interesting feeling. But so like where I live in Orange County, we had a, uh, obviously, like you have West Hollywood, you have a few places down in Orange County that are pretty popular. Executive Suite, Hamburger Mary's, all these places. For me, mm-hmm. it was um, a place. Uh, it was House of Blues, Downtown Disney. Once I think it was like one Wednesday a month, they had Club Lucky, and so it was the balcony, or I think it's like the balcony area that had a bar. They had one DJ who would play one thing and then they had the main room, which had another DJ. But it was like where all of the OC gays hung out. That's where they went. And I liked it, it was fun, but you know, I don't, I would never stay there till closing. Cause I was like, okay, I had my fill and that's it. So, yeah. you know, no big deal. So I totally, I, and I also am part of like counterculture. I'm a horror gay. So I'm the one that loves horror movies. I have my own immersive theater group. That's the world that I live in. And so I totally get where you're coming from. Like, like Puerto, Puerto Vallarta be damned, like fuck all those gays who dealing with that shit. But, you know, so I totally, I totally understand the direction you're coming from. I really do. Yeah. And like I said, it's, it's, I'm definitely not the typical thing. I obviously, if someone loves to do things that the way that, that they love to do them, mm-hmm. I would never shame someone ever in a million years. I grew up in a very religious house and I know all that yada yada. And mm-hmm. I've been, I've, uh, I've strayed from that a lot. And I, I <laughs> it's just the way that I've come to live my life, but mm-hmm. I would never shame anybody. Um, and I've learned a lot. <laughs> I don't know if I should say this, but um, when I came out here, I was staying with um, with a family member, and mm-hmm. I was helping her. She was helping me. And when I first came out here, she's like, listen, you need to tell the rest of the family that's out here what your sexuality is. And I said, well, I really don't want to because I'm still figuring out what it is. And she goes, no, 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 you have to. And I was like, okay, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm staying in your house. I guess we'll just play by your rules. Mm-hmm. And so I told everybody, and they're like, oh no, no, it's fine. You know, we love you for who you are. And I was like, oh wow, this is this is very interesting. Mm-hmm. I I didn't expect this. <clears throat> but then fast forward about six months later, and you know, she started to have issues with me for whatever reason. She didn't like the choices I was making, mm-hmm. which were just regular choices as you'd make an adult. So I was like, okay, well, I will go. I'll go stay at grandma's house for a little while. And within less than a week's time, literally. She had convinced everyone there that, you know, I didn't belong there. And the reason was, was because of my sexuality. So it really just blew my mind Mm -hmm. that I was all but forced to just like, you know, show my, show my deepest, darkest self to the people around me Mm -hmm. and then feel accepted, but then have that taken away. I was just like, oh, wow. Like, like this is insane. Like I never thought I would experience something like this. Yeah. Because it never occurred to me. I've 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 never been like this. And yeah. so <clears throat> as painful as it was, I still am thankful for for the experience. Yeah. It has built so much character and mm-hmm. just allowed me to be so much more open because of having that feeling that mm-hmm. you know I would never ever in a million years look at someone and be like, oh God, you know, I can't deal with that. Um, there, there are some that are, are extra super thirsty that, 
sometimes take it to a, a next level. <laughs> and those are the ones you have to like politely say, okay, it's been very nice knowing you. Have a great day. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. Shit. So have you had anybody, you obviously don't have to say names, but have you had those experiences with people that you were going to film with? And then you're like, oh, that's probably not ever going to happen. And like, how did that thought then come up? I, I have been very, there was only one instance that comes even kind of close to what you're talking about. I actually did end up filming, but just in a different capacity with this mm -hmm. individual, but yeah. they wanted to, they wanted to bottom for me. And, and I was like, all right, cool. Well, you know, this will be really unique. He did not tell me that he had never done that before. And so, <laughs> and he was a, a smaller individual. And so I'm like, Oh boy, like, you know, it's gonna take a long time. I, you know, at the point where we started at the very edge of the bed and he was at the top left corner, like trying not to fall off. I was like, okay, <laughs> I know this is something you wanted to do, but I cannot rightfully, <laughs> I cannot rightfully put this on anywhere because this was not the kind of experience I think that you actually enjoyed very much. So yeah. I've always kind of, I've always kept that out of the, out of the public because, you know, I respect that person and and the video that we had shot was amazing but i just i left that one out because he just truly truly was not ready for that he was not ready for the monster so i told ready. <laughs> so moving forward obviously because you've had people like luke Trong and, and teddy bear who are some of your other playtime people that you would like to have like who are like dream goals that you would like to have on your channel you know honestly there's there's one person that i found he's i think he's relatively new and from tennessee so i naturally Ooh. i'm just like okay country boy like i'm from mm -hmm. you know originally from like a countryish area so i found mm -hmm. that to be pretty attractive um and then it turns out he moved to vegas and so i've you know i obviously i was like well, i really like this person so i retweeted his his picture because i'm like oh mm -hmm. this guy's amazing he's mm -hmm. definitely going to be something incredible i can already tell and yeah. so we kind of talk back and forth and so um i'm actually planning on filming with him his name is sean sean magers okay um, super super sexy guy mm -hmm. and i'm just like so excited to actually be able to film with him. We don't have a date set because he's in Vegas, I'm in California. It's not that far, but everything's just madness right now. Yeah. You know, with everything going on. So, but I'm I'm totally looking forward to that. I think it'll be an mm -hmm. incredible video. I've watched him start to film with, you know, other studios and things and 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 I've been asked by studios, you know, that that want me and mm -hmm. and they want me to perform and i'm just like oh i've never done that i'm i'm super anxious about it i don't know how i mm -hmm. feel but then on the other part of me that really leads me is this you know i've always done what other people wanted me to do and i'm going to do what i want to do i'm going to be in control of the content i put out when i put it out what my oh, yeah. is. i'm going to be in control of that no Fuck one, yeah no one's going to tell me otherwise this is me my body my thing and I'm not taking it from anybody. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I mean, like even having that conversation with Teddy about his view of, because obviously, because he had been doing studio porn, he left it just because he just didn't like, especially considering that he's very hairy and people were like, we want you, but then would tell him when he get onto set, can you shave your back? And you're like, uh, you either get the whole thing or you get none of it. Like make a decision. So, I mean, especially uh, that's the only thing I, kind of fear for you is if you did go down that route is how would the studios you know try to morph you into something that 
you might not necessarily want to be. And I think that's what then I feel like would kind of remove its appeal almost. And that's that's a really scary thought to think of, but it's also something to consider. What's the longevity for you, you know? Yeah. I And, you know, I'm, I'm right in line with you there. Like, I that's one of the main drivers of, of you know, they, they want me to be the thing that they want me to be, not what I really am. And what I really am is fantastic. You know? I agree. I am, you... <laughs> I am a ginger. I, I am well endowed. Like these are very unique qualities that, that are hard to come by. So why mm-hmm. would I change any of that? Why would I, Yeah. you know, you can, you put makeup on it or whatever you want to put it in a scenario. But at the end of the day, I just love being who I am. I love meeting the people that I meet. And I love doing the thing that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And I don't I don't see why I should change that when I know I have everything it takes to be just as good as all these other guys out there that are really being successful. And mm-hmm. and some of the nicest ones are the ones that are most successful I've, I've seen. They're just very sweet people. I hear all the time, oh, this person, oh, he's the biggest sweetheart. And I'm like, really? <laughs> really? <laughs> they don't look that way, but okay. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's like, you know, their online stuff kind of takes on a, a personality or persona of its own and and you know I try to really keep I really try to keep the authenticity to who I am as a person and let that mm. come through in everything yeah so then moving forward what are some things that you haven't done yet that on your OF that you would like to try oh my gosh I am trying so hard to actually film with a female or like a male male female mm. um, because I get I'm constantly asked you know well what about this I'm like oh man it's you know men are super quick to do it women take a lot more finesse and mm-hmm. they're not always as open to do it so i think what i'm going to do with that is is try and shift it from people i may know or situations that i find myself in and maybe mm-hmm. shift it to people that are already kind of doing it and that mm-hmm. it would benefit you know both of us to have a really cool interaction and be able to share that with everyone mm-hmm. because the way i've been doing it has not worked at all it's been like oh yeah yeah i'll i'll go with you and you're like what about you know filming it could be really cool no i don't want to do it and and i'm all about you know being sure of the person i film with i make absolutely certain like are you sure you want to do this mm-hmm. you know i want you to be comfortable i don't want you to do anything that you wouldn't be a thousand percent comfortable with or that you yeah. might have regrets about like yeah i genuinely try and care about each person that i film yeah that's and that's good that's i think that's an important thing to keep in mind as someone who's maintaining their own image that's because that's not easy to do yeah no i would agree it's it's been a challenge but at the end of the day, all the hard work, it's like, wow, this is, this is fantastic. You know, this is, Mm. you know, and this is honestly, this is what I do for a living. Like this is my, this is my job. Mm -hmm. And when I first started, I worked a regular job and then I did this and, and it just became too much to do. And and the jobs I've had have been very labor intensive, electrician, garage door person, like everything that you could think of that was, you know, hard work, blue collar, you know, come home dirty after 12 hours. Like I've done all of that. My body's like, you know what? No, no more. (laughs) I don't feel like putting effort on showing my dick. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) So, but that's what makes this so beautiful is like, I don't have to kill my body for minimal wages or or things like that. I get to enjoy life Mm. and people and I, and I get to make a living out of that. And then that to me is so amazing. It truly is amazing. That's awesome. So I asked this question to another Strictly OnlyFans performer. One of our first guests, his name is Theo, is amazing. He's got dad bod, stream goals. But so I'm going to ask the question to you because you're still on that rise. If you had an unlimited budget 
to create one room that you would use to film OF content, tech, toys, whatever you want, what would be like have to be in that room to like make it perfect for you? You know what? I'm all about the environment around me. So again, different people like different things, but me personally, I would want things that relax you like specific lighting, a certain bed that you just lay down. You're like, oh my God, this is amazing. And it's like, hey, you know, I'm here too. And you're like, oh God, hell yeah, bring it on. Oh, Um, (laughs) and a 10 inch dick, bring it. (laughs) Right. So I would just want to create this environment of just like calm and relaxed and and really take any any possible anxiety from from a filming partner away. Because some of these people are not really they're not really, you know, versed in what's going on. So Again, mm-hmm. I want them to be super comfortable. So I would just build a room around, you know, just being relaxed and comfortable and having certain smells and certain like easy sounds just, just to relax and then be able mm-hmm. to adjust that, you know, mm-hmm. technologically speaking to mm-hmm. whatever I wanted. So when things started mm-hmm. to get a little more hot and heavy, you could like change things up or I'm a firm, mm-hmm. I love, I love sex to music. Oh my God, mm-hmm. I love sex to music. Ooh. I feel like when you don't do it with music, you're missing out on something. Yeah. Because it just enhances everything. Okay. So, yeah. So, okay. So then, okay. So now I'm going to jump off what you just said. What would be, okay. So then if we're we're automating everything, one button activates essential oils. You have one light, you have one button that activates all the lighting. You have one button that turns on music that fits the exact mood you're trying to go for. Oh, I love this. Where is this room? <laughs> what, well, I'm just, well, I just want to know what's on that like playlist. Like what music do you are like th- that would get you like right over, like head over heels. This is the kind of sex I'm going to have. It's going to be amazing. What's on that playlist? There is one specific artist that comes to mind and and it has been tried and true as many times as I have done it. And that is The weekend. Ooh, um, okay. That that man when he mm. sings it's like super sexy and then he, the, the things he's singing about is like oof, yeah you know i feel and it coming so, <laughs> right exactly it's just exactly. a hint it's coming exactly um but then every now and again i throw in them songs that are just like you don't own me Ooh. you know it's like oh so you're like yeah you get to have this interaction but don't get too comfortable because <laughs> yeah oh my god because so, now i'm thinking about what i would put in there too there's a few like tracks i'd probably put in that are like in like the heavier type of like sense of just like it hits hard oh yeah probably like miley cyrus like a little bit of the newer miley cyrus i think she mm. hits some oh, good oh, stuff yes, yes. boss bitch by doja cat I've not heard that one. I'm a bitch. I'm a boss. I'm a bitch and a boss. I'm a shine like glass. I, I just, because it's heavy. And then there's other ones that I, de- another one that definitely hit the, hit the, the nerve is um, Cannibal by Kesha. Really? It's those like, yes, I don't know why. I have tracks that'll, as soon as it hits, I'm like in a completely different mode. And those are just the tracks I think if you can, especially for people who, can take music and have emotions like be affected by music then you can kind of do anything like i hooked up with a guy and he put on he just says you know alexa put on pop music and it was like that deep-hearted like i want to love you forever (laughs) and i almost but it was like at random and i'm almost started crying was like this is so sweet and then it went to my future by Billie eilish and i was like what the fuck is going on 
so it was kind of weird, but like those, but like the heavier beat kind of music is the stuff that I think kind of gets you in that mood. But I can see like the weekend too. Oh, they're, like, they're ooh, the weekend definitely needs mm. to be a little bit of a mixture so that, you know, when you start to get into that rhythm of like, all right, like we're going to start pounding away here. You need that music that's mm. going to kind of go with that. But then mm. it's, it's really unique to kind of hit the shuffle button and have all those different songs on there and just be able to like go uh-huh. with the music. And, and I, yeah. I, I try my perfect situation for sex would be to try and use as many of our senses as possible. The touch, Ooh. the taste, like as many things as I could make pleasurable in that moment mm-hmm. would be the mm-hmm. ideal okay. like social or sexual interaction with another human being would be like, you know, I use it all. That. Interesting. I, I completely agree. Speaking of using other senses, have you tried bottoming? I'm very curious, especially because you have, you're well endowed. So I would love to know, have you tried that yourself? And if not, why not? Um, well, <laughs> I, I have, I think there was... <laughs> <laughs> I love that little, that short little chuckle. So, like, <laughs> um, so have if I'm being completely honest with myself. Yes, I've tried it before, because mm-hmm. again, I'm opening myself up and not being completely closed off. I would say that I have a lot of respect for for all the bottoms out there because it takes mm-hmm. some work. And uh-huh. you know, the first time someone said it was like, "Hey, you have to do this," and I'm like, "What are you talking about? Like, wh- what is this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. What is this?" And Mm-mm. so for me personally, I didn't find it very enjoyable mm-hmm. personally. And, and all the work leading up to it, I was just like, wow, this is, this is a bit much for me, I think. Yeah. I think I'm a little bit better suited to, the, to being a top. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of where I've, I've kept that in that, that top, because that's where I feel most comfortable. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and, and, you know, I want the other person to be comfortable, but I want to be comfortable too. Yeah, no, totally you know, understand. I, that's that what makes a great interaction. Yeah. So. <laughs> great question. <laughs> I mean, it's especially like for someone who has the endowment you have, like it's kind of almost, you know, at a point of asking, have you tried it, you know, and have you, have you been willing to explore that side? Because, you know, it's kind of, cause you, you may not realize you hit the right button and it's, it's over. You're like, oh, yeah. I am 10 inches, but I am the biggest fucking bottom you will ever meet. <laughs> but I told, but I totally understand where you're coming from. That's super, that's something to really consider. Well, the other thing about that too, that, you know, was one of the things that drove me to do it was like, you know, I want to, I want to see what the other side is feeling. Mm-hmm. I can, I can better adjust how I perform as a top. If I kind of have the experience as a bottom, mm-hmm. um, you know, at least once or twice mm-hmm. to see kind of like, kind of what that looks like, what that feels like, what, what goes through your mind. Mm-hmm. I, I don't regret doing it by any means. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, and I really think it's, it's made me more of a better top to think, oh, you know mm-hmm. what? this is that feeling or I recognize this person's expression. Okay, great. Um, I know how to work with that. And me personally, the other thing that, that I hear all the time is that people say, you know what, I can find a giant dick, mm-hmm. but yours is, is mine goes to the left a little bit. And they're like that one spot that yours hits, nobody else hits that. <laughs> and I'm just like, well, thank you so much. I'm so happy for I that. appreciate <laughs> the feedback. It's good to know. <laughs> I love the feedback, love the feedback. So obviously being heteroflexible and messing around with guys, and more recently, it seems like you're kind of wanting to learn a little bit more about the gay community and what crazy bitches we can be. What has been the weird, what has been one thing that is definitely like, surprised you about that community in general 
that you weren't expecting it to, or that you had one thought and it was a completely different thought. The one thing that comes to mind with that is that the first time I ever stepped foot in WeHo and I was just like, you know, these people are, are, are just stopping and they're staring. And, and personally, like I said, I've worked very hard on, you know, physical fitness and things like that. I used to be 220 pounds and, you know, I've got pictures to prove it. But one of the things that surprised me the most is like, A, I really didn't know how to respond at all. I was like, I, I don't know, what do I do? You know, do I say hello? Do I, you know, but the, the one surprising thing about all these is that 99.9% of the population I've met mm-hmm. in that situation, they're very nice. Yeah. They're so open and, and welcoming, and I, I absolutely adore that. Mm-hmm. I absolutely 1,000% adore that because it's this level of acceptance. Like you can just see that throughout their lives, they probably had this this struggle uh-huh. that that I would think the, mo- the majority of us have gone through. And, and so that just creates this special kind of welcoming feeling that I didn't really expect that. I was mm-hmm. like, okay, this is just like sex, but with a guy. Yeah. And it really, it's so much different. Mm-hmm. And, but WeHo has been just the, the most interesting experience for me thus far. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Especially during Pride, I've noticed that that is where like, I swear, if you were in an airplane, like flying over it, it would just be like a massive ass rainbow just emanating from the whole thing. So <laughs> it's super crazy. So I totally understand where you're coming from. Something else, oh something gosh. else I'm very interested in. And because I know... Now in this day and age, especially because we're in 2021 and all this other shit has been going on, the biggest discussion that I I tend to think is happening is the idea of inclusivity and not just sticking to one type of person. How are you combating that with your OF in terms of inclusivity? Actually, I think that's great. I think that's a great question because I'm still learning the things that I like and I'm still very open. Mm-hmm. So I, I personally have, I've never had the opportunity to kind of perform with like a trans person. And a lot of the times I get so nervous because I'm like, I, I'm not sure, I don't want to offend anyone. I'm not sure like how I'm supposed to present this. And so I usually just kind of like sit nice and neatly with my hands folded in my lap until I can know for absolute certainty because mm-hmm. the last thing I'm going to do is just make anyone feel bad. Mm-hmm. So, but I think throughout being able to have these opportunities, which will come up, is that I'll be able to take my audience with me on my journey to self-discovery. Yeah. And trust me, there's there's going to be people out there that aren't going to like it, but that it's going to draw on a whole other group of people that do love it. Yeah. And so I'm just trying to do as many things as I like and feel comfortable with mm-hmm. and show everyone. Mm-hmm. Show everyone mm-hmm. because there's always going to be people that don't like it and there's always going to be people that like it. Yeah. And you just have to do the thing that makes you happy. Yeah. And everything else falls in line. Oh my God, I love that. Because I do think that we, that there has been such a massive, I feel like, divide between the types of performers that we see. You know, nine times out of 10, we'll see rippling muscles, white guy, like, you know, a typical porn body. But I feel like because of OnlyFans, we are seeing a diverse range of performers and some of which who don't have that traditional body. And that's great. And I feel like that we, we as sex positive people and especially as performers too, have to, we should be embracing that if we haven't been already, because I feel like the more we do that, the more we say that this is the type of thing that we want to do, especially because it's our platform, we're creating it. I want to explore that. 
you should be comfortable with doing that because at some point you're going to find those people who continue to just keep on that one body and they start to they oh, yeah. fade away or they start to realize like maybe I've been a pretty shitty person and maybe I should like explore that a little bit and so I'm keeping the fingers crossed that that I'm not the only person thinking that that we should be diversing the playtime and the partners that we have to play with around. Absolutely, I completely agree to that. And I think one of the things that makes OnlyFans as popular as it is is because, you know, the way I look at it is you can go be a porn star and then you're labeled as a porn star for the rest of your life, or you have all these different people that as a person who wants to watch Mm -hmm. porn, you'd be like, okay, I can go watch regular porn. That's, you know, very muscly. And sometimes it's great. Sometimes Mm -hmm. you do, but OnlyFans gives you this opportunity to see like amateur, like real people who've never had any kind of experience Mm -hmm. or things like that, where they don't know where, how to look to the camera or what's their best angle. They just go out there and they do the thing they want. Yeah. I found for me personally, that's what I really love. Mm -hmm. I love seeing people in like their truest natural state of what they really, not something that you think I want to see. Mm-hmm. I want to see what really you are and how you do your thing. Okay. That's what I love. Oh my God. I, I'm i just like still trying to figure out what questions I'm trying to ask and think of. And at the same time, I've got your dick in my head, the answer you just gave me. <laughs> but, I, but that's, I think, what I love about having these kinds of conversations is like sharing. It's talking shop. It's just, you know, the people who love and appreciate it, who may not have the ability to do it, but still be able to exchange ideas and thought processes that we all agree there are some things that need to be adjusted and changed and that's great. So I'm glad mm-hmm. that that's, that you're a part of that. So something else I think is also super important is obviously health is a huge thing and trying to keep yourself, you obviously sex is great. Sex is fun, but there's also a risk that comes to that. So Absolutely. like, how do you, what is your, what do you like, what is your process in keeping yourself safe? Well, I have a couple of them. Mm-hmm. First and foremost, I, I lean on my gut. Mm-hmm. So if, if, if it seems like you're the person out there that is, is just banging people to bang people and you mm-hmm. just, that, and I'm not shaming you for it at all. Mm-hmm. But if I look at you and I think, wow, that could be a risky situation for me, especially now in the pandemic where it's just, you know, it can be very difficult to go and get help for that. Mm-hmm. So, um, so first of all, I lean on, you know, what, how I feel about a person, how, how I see their risks mm-hmm. and, and the risks that I want to take. Secondly, I do, I, you know, I take preventative medication for that as, as a lot of people we do. We love prep. Prep is, prep right? is good. Prep is good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, so I am on that. Obviously, you know, I, I go and I have my regular routine doctor's appointments where good. all of my testing is done and everything is checked out and it's fairly, you know, <clears throat> every month to month and a half. Because it's my job as well to make sure that I'm healthy so that I'm not causing an issue for another human being, mm-hmm. because I would hate for that to happen. Yeah. And, and I think that when these things come around and you do have something like that happen, I think the best thing you can do is just be completely forward. Because at the end of the day, it's extremely hard to pinpoint where exactly it came from. But you do know you have a problem and you need to get it fixed. And the people that you're with, they need to know that. So they're not, you know, creating, continuing this 
this issue on. Mm -hmm. This, I mean, this whole conversation has been great. I love that we finally got the time to talk, which is great. So I have one final question for you because we are hitting that hour. Um, Mm -hmm. You hit in that spot perfectly, (laughs) like you haven't done it before. But the last question I have for you, and this is obviously everyone who's heard the show knows exactly what I'm about to ask. And I always like to blindside people just a little bit, just because I like a good essence of the answer. The question is, what does sex mean to you? Well, sex means a couple things, really. Sex means a connection with another, another human being. At the, at, for me, at the very foundation, this is a connection with another human being. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, to kind of add to what you earlier said, is like, I need to know that I have a connection with another person. I don't just meet in film. I meet, have coffee, talk to, mm-hmm. you know, because that connection is, is the most important thing when you're having sex mm-hmm. for me. Obviously, sex can be used as a tool and sex can be just whatever. But for me, the very foundation of what sex means is that connection. You're connecting with another human being Mm -hmm. on the deepest possible level because Mm -hmm. you're sharing your body with them. Oh, God, I love that. Oh, my God. That was just a I need a fucking cigarette after that. Holy shit. (laughs) So, Brody, Brody, where can our people find you? Shout out your socials. Whore yourself out. Let's go. Oh, gosh. You can find me on Reddit, Instagram, um, Twitter, and OnlyFans. If you just look up the name rough underscore ginger, um, I come up on all the platforms. It's all the same name. And, you know, if you see me on the road in my in my car, it's, it's tattooed on the window. Rough underscore ginger. <laughs> <laughs> that is great self-promotion there. And that is super, that's super amazing. So if you would like to follow Brody and see all of his 10-inch shenanigans, the links are in the show descriptions of each of the pages. Thank you guys so much again for another exciting episode of Coming and Other Stuff You Should Know. I am your favorite gun. Uncle Forrest. And I want to thank you so much uh, for having me here. It's been a great pleasure. I am again, Brody Kamen. Thank you so, so much. Thank you all so much again. And always remember to stay open. Stay curious. And stay stay coming. Yes. Bye, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to another exciting episode of Coming and Other Stuff You Should Know. Have a question or topic suggestion we should cover? Send an email to comingpod at gmail.com. That's C-U-M-M-I-N-G-P-O-D at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on social media. Our official Instagram is at coming and other stuff. Come again soon.